1: Hello, welcome to Ask Us Anything, where popular science answers your most outlandish, mind-burning questions from what the universe is made of to why not everyone can touch their toes. I'm your host, Claire Maldarelli. And I'm your producer, Jess Bodie. Let's dive into today's question. Yeah,
0: so this week's question is, can I boost my immune system?
1: Oh, right, Yes. Everyone wants to be that person who never gets sick. I think of myself as someone who rarely gets colds, but don't want to brag. Um, (laughs) You definitely know at least one of those people, the person in that office. Oh, my gosh. Remember office life?
0: Yeah, barely.
1: (laughs) Right? Who somehow skips the bug that's traveling from cubicle to cubicle or the one that doesn't come down with a cold even when the entire family falls victim. And considering we're still in the throes of a pretty severe, I would say, (laughs) viral pandemic.
0: Yeah, pretty severe. Just a little. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Shoring up that kind of apparent super immunity feels even more imperative. So it's an enticing idea. Perform certain activities or eat certain things, and perhaps you could become an illness-fighting ninja. I love the idea of being a ninja in any form. Yeah. (laughs) But, okay, Unfortunately, it's not exactly how the immune system works, but there is hope. More on that in a minute.
0: If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Welcome back. Today, we're looking into whether you can boost your immune system. The short answer... Not really. Oh, nuts. I knew it
0: was too good to be
1: true. Yes, Jess, but not all hope is lost, okay? So keep listening. It's worth the wait.
0: Okay, okay.
1: There are things you can do to help your immune system do its best work fighting a nasty illness, whether it's COVID-19 or the common cold. But before we get into any of that, it's important to understand how our body's natural defenses work. Our immune systems are actually two different sets of responses, the innate and adaptive. The innate immune system is made up of various proteins and cells that activate as a response to any type of bodily injury or illness, even a scrape to the leg. But the latter, the adaptive immune system, is far more precise. When you get a cold, the flu, or even the novel coronavirus, cells within your adaptive immune system rush out to identify exactly what that sickness is. Once they do, they cleverly design new immune cells, including ones called antibodies, to find and kill that infection. Those protective cells remain in the body, so when you come in contact with that virus, bacteria, or other infectious agent again, your immune system knows exactly what to do. That's why it's generally incredibly rare to get the exact same infection twice. This memory mechanism is very cool and convenient. It's also why vaccines work so well. The vaccine can be a tiny bit of virus or bacteria, usually a dead version, or pieces of genetic material, like mRNA, that instruct the body to create a component of the infectious agent that the body will recognize, such as those spiky proteins on the SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19. Once presented with that infectious bit, your immune system builds cells that can kill the intruder. After that, the system creates what's called memory T-cells, which remember the infection so that when you come in contact with it, your body knows exactly how to kill it. But the key component here is the sequence of events. First, come in contact with the virus, then develop immunity to it. Unfortunately, as you can see, it just can't work the other way around. So the idea of quote-unquote boosting the immune system until it can fight off any infection just doesn't make sense. There are countless cold viruses, known as rhinoviruses, and various forms of the flu, which is a big reason why the flu vaccine isn't always as effective as doctors hope. There's no way to train the body to fight all of them.
0: Yeah, that would really make life a lot easier if we could, I guess. But is there anything, like, at all that
1: we can do? Yes. So, your innate and adaptive immune system both need a certain amount of cells to work properly – If you want to give yourself a fighting chance, figuring out the best way to activate the right number of immune cells is key. Oh, so how do you do that? Mm -hmm. That's the million-dollar question. Mm. We don't have the tools to boost any one person's production of one type of immune cell versus another just at the drop of a hat. And even if we did have that ability, it wouldn't necessarily benefit us. Having an increased number of a certain type of immune cell is actually not a good idea if there's no immediate infection. In fact, it could potentially lead to too much inflammation in the body, which could eventually hurt your organs or even lead to an autoimmune disease. Really, there's just no need for it. If you haven't been infected with, say, the common cold, then carrying around a ton of antibodies against that one virus is doing you more harm than good. You don't want an immune system in a constant state of activity, since that takes a toll on your body. What you really want is one that can act quickly and effectively when an infection hits. Okay, okay. I got you. So how then do I make my
0: immune system chill when I don't need it, but powerful and fast acting when I do need it?
1: Yes, Jess. Great question. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Always asking the good (laughs) questions here on Ask Us Anything. (laughs) There are the obvious factors, like getting the proper amount of sleep, that's 8 hours for adults, yes, 8 hours, we'll get into that on a later episode, I promise. Surprisingly, or maybe unsurprisingly, sleep affects the immune system in a number of ways. Some studies show that when you are sick, sleep might help send immune cells to the lymph nodes, which is where they go to work multiplying in bulk. And sleep is important for creating the right immune cells to fight off disease. For example, in one study, researchers gave participants the hepatitis A vaccine, and that night they sent half the study participants to bed for a full night's sleep and had the other half pull an all-nighter. Four weeks later, on average, the ones that slept regularly on that first night had twice the number of antibodies to the hepatitis infection than the ones that didn't get their Zs.
0: Oh, okay, so... What about food then? Can I just like chug green juice?
1: (laughs) Green juice. I feel like that's the answer to so many things. Um, Sort of. So in terms of nutrition, eating a well-balanced diet will keep your immune system balanced too. On a macronutrient front, studies show that protein might be particularly important for a strong immune system. Protein is key to forming every cell in the body, immune ones included. More specifically, protein contains an amino acid called L-arginine, which immunologists suspect helps generate specific types of T-cells called helper T's. These cells show the rest of the immune system what the virus looks like so that it can generate specific cells to fight it. Consuming protein with L-arginine, which is found in red meat, poultry, fish, and dairy, according to Megan Mayer director of science communication at the international food information council which is a nonprofit organization focused on providing science-backed nutrition research to the public is a way to ensure your body is making the right amount of t-cells and consuming enough protein overall is a way to ensure you'll have plenty of t-cells in the event you are confronted with an infectious disease things like your height weight and how much you exercise all influence how much protein your body needs but the average person requires zero point 0.36 36 grams per pound of body weight. So a good way to get a rough estimate of how much protein you need is to multiply 0.36 by your weight. So for example, someone weighing 160 pounds would need about 58 grams of protein per day. For reference, a chicken leg is about 12.4 grams of protein or one fifth of that person's daily needs.
0: Oh, so you just need like five chicken legs and you're good.
1: Yeah, five chicken legs a day. It <laughs> keeps the doctor away. <laughs> okay, but on the micronutrient scale, there are also a few standouts. Perhaps the most well-studied is zinc. A few very good double-blind placebo-controlled trials, which is the quote-unquote gold standard of scientific research – Using zinc lozenges at the start of a common cold reduced the duration and severity of the infection. And a comprehensive review of nearly 20 trials and more than 1,700 participants also showed that the element did decrease symptom duration of the common cold, though only by a day. And researchers do have an idea of how it works. Due to their unique shapes, zinc atoms are able to literally attach themselves to the rhinovirus and prevent it from further infecting the person, so eating foods with the element on a regular basis, which include red meat, seafood, and whole grains, as well as some fortified foods like breakfast cereals, and taking zinc supplements can potentially prevent and decrease the severity of a common cold infection, though it is no magic bullet and it will certainly not get rid of the cold entirely. Luckily, other micronutrients can help too. For example, one study out of the British Medical Journal found that vitamin D supplements reduced the risk of respiratory infections, and another, done on school-age children in Japan, found that vitamin D reduced the risk of influenza. A number of recent studies have linked low vitamin D levels with severe COVID-19, but more studies are absolutely needed to make any definitive conclusions or recommendations. So... The bottom line is that sleeping well and eating a wide variety of fruits, vegetables, and proteins will help your body maintain a healthy and stable immune system, one that can jump into action as soon as you need it. And of course, get your flu shot and COVID-19 vaccine when it becomes available to you.
0: You don't have to tell me twice. Thanks, Claire.
1: My pleasure. Got a question for the editors at Popular Science? Send an email to ask at popscye.com. We'll be back soon to answer more questions. Ask Us Anything is produced by the editors of Popular Science. This episode was written and reported by me, Claire Maltarelli, with additional editing and audio engineering by Jess Bodie. Big thanks to Billy Cadden for writing our theme song and to Katie Beloff for creating our logo. If you like our show, consider rating it on Apple Podcasts and leaving a review. It helps us a lot. For more for popsy audio content, be sure to check out our sibling podcast, The Weirdest Thing I Learned This Week. I'm Claire Maltarelli. Thanks for listening.